Maybe you've encountered the customer at the Meyer grocery store who always says, God bless you. Uh, I've seen him uh, for the last few years, uh, almost every time I go to Meyer, uh, parked on the bench near the self-checkout area. And after I check out, get my groceries, on my way out, he'll just wave and say, God bless you. I call him the benediction guy. A benediction is a farewell blessing that comes at the end of a religious service, or in this case, at the end of a trip to the grocery store. Since this is my farewell sermon as interim pastor at Lakeview Wesleyan Church, I'm calling it benediction. And since benedictions are brief, this sermon will be short. The Apostle Paul was a benediction guy. He wrote 13 letters to seven different churches and three church leaders, Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. And uh, at the end of every one of those letters, just about, Paul offers a benediction. Sometimes the header says it's personal remarks or personal greetings or farewell. And in almost every case, with his benediction, Paul offers affirmation and aspiration. He offers affirmation, telling the church what he loves about them, and aspiration, telling the church what he hopes for them. Here's an example of affirmation, what he loves about the church, to the Romans. Greet Mary, who worked very hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, who are outstanding among the apostles. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, those women who work hard in the Lord. So he's affirming in Romans 16 what he loves about the church in Rome. And then in some of his letters, he has aspirations at the end. Things he hopes for the church, like 2 Corinthians 13, 11. He writes, strive for full restoration, encourage one another, be of one mind, live in peace. A benediction is a farewell blessing that offers affirmation and aspiration. We, as parents, offer these to our kids. At least good parents are, are offering to their children constantly affirmation and aspiration. So we affirm our kids. You're so good at baseball. You are so skilled in your artwork. I love the way you showed kindness to that mean kid in your class. I just love being stuck at home all day, every day during this COVID crisis with you kids. I just love being with you. Affirmation. But because we love our kids, we articulate hopes for them too, aspirations. So we say things like, um, you're smart enough to do better than a C in math. Five hours of Xbox each day is not going to make you a better athlete. Uh, if you want to glorify God, love your siblings. Um, use, your, use your words to, to, to build your friends up, not break them down aspiration. A good parent offers affirmation, um, 
commending their kids concerning what they love about them and aspiration, coaching their kids concerning what they hope for them. So Lakeview Wesleyan Church, on this uh, farewell Sunday, I want to offer a benediction of uh, affirmation for you and tell you what I love about you. And really, uh, to be honest, there are so many things I really love about this church. I'm just going to mention a few of them, though, because I promise this will be a short sermon. Number one is your hospitality. I love your hospitality. You are one of the friendliest churches I've ever encountered, and I've been to a lot. And it's not just a shallow, simple uh, hello and handshake. It, it, it's, a, it's a much more meaningful and genuine sense of love that people feel when they walk through the doors of the church. Um, you offer hospitality to all kinds of people with all kinds of issues, uh, young and old, black and white, new believer, seasoned saint, you love them all. I've been to some churches where the moment I walked in, I felt really unwelcome. I had a friend who uh, was interviewing to be on staff at a large church, and he visited the service on a Sunday. And someone came up and said to him, you're sitting in my pew, please, please move. I can't imagine that ever happening at Lakeview Wesleyan Church. You are one of the most genuine, friendly churches I know of. I love your hospitality. Along similar lines, I love your evangelistic passion. You have a burning desire to see people far from God cross the line of faith in Christ. That has always been a part, as far as I have heard, of your DNA as a church. You have an evangelistic passion to see lost people come to saving faith in Jesus Christ. I love that about you. I love your generosity. Uh, up until COVID-19 hit, we had some uh, momentum in worship attendance, and giving was pretty steady. And then COVID-19 hit, and I thought to myself, big faith guy that I am, how are we going to make ends meet? How are we going to keep paying the bills, paying the staff? Well, since we've not been meeting together because of this pandemic, giving has actually increased over these last six weeks. That's amazing. You are a generous church, and I love that about you. You're a resilient church. I love your resilience. Throughout your history, and those of you who have been here a long time know this, you've had some, some bumps in the road. You've had some hard things you've had to face as a congregation. And you have been dependent upon God's grace throughout those struggles, and because of it, you're resilient. And I've watched this past year as you've uh, dealt with the grief of Pastor Tim's death. You've endured a transitional year with this interim pastor, and you have faced this uncharted pandemic, and you've done it all with amazing resilience. I love your resilience. I love your generosity. I love your evangelistic heart, and I love your hospitality. I have a lot of affirmations for you, but I also have some aspirations, things I hope for you as a church.
I hope that your hospitality will drive you to design worship services that are inclusive of a diversity of people, especially those not yet here. I hope that your evangelistic passion will move you away from just attractional outreach, get them to come to us, and toward missional outreach, get us to go to them out there. I hope that generosity will be a hallmark, not just of a few people in the Lakeview Wesleyan Church, but of all the people who call Lakeview home, so that there's more than enough time, talent, and treasure to do all the work God has called you to do in the ways God has called you to do it. And I hope that in the year ahead, you will be as resilient as ever, navigating COVID-19 challenges and ministry changes that are sure to come in your quest to serve God locally and globally. So I affirm you, Lakeview, there's so much I love about you, and I have aspirations for you, things I hope for you. You're a beautiful church. When I think of the church, I think of an escape room. Uh, Last year for my dad's 69th birthday, uh, eight of us took him to an escape room. Now, he didn't enjoy that experience, to be honest, but, but it was really cool. To wa- an escape room, if you don't know, by the way, is where they, uh, you pay money for, them to, for people to lock you in a room, and then you have to find clues to find a key that will get you out of the room. And you have usually an hour to do this. And throughout the entire time, uh, the game master outside of the room is flashing clues, usually on a TV, to guide you. So what was beautiful about this is that we were a diversity of people. I had my kids, teenage kids with me, and, um, you know, my young adult niece and her husband in her 20s, uh, me and Amy at Midlife, and my dad, who's a senior citizen. And all of us, as diverse as we were, were on a common quest, guided by the game master, to find clues that would get us out of that room. And that's the church. And that especially is Lakeview Wesleyan Church a diverse community of people on a common mission guided by the game master, the Holy Spirit, every step of the way. You are the church of Jesus Christ, and I love that about you. Ten years ago, uh, when my family moved from Pennsylvania here to Indiana so I can begin my service as a professor at Wesley Seminary, of Indiana Wesleyan University, we visited Lakeview. And we were uh, deeply moved by your welcome of us. Uh, And I have said to my wife Amy over the last 10 years, probably a dozen times, if I ever had the chance to pastor Lakeview, I would. So when the invitation came to serve as the interim pastor at Lakeview Wesleyan Church, I prayed for three seconds And then I said, yes, and I haven't regretted that decision whatsoever. I needed a church to love, and so thank you for letting me uh, serve you. When the invitation came uh, after that to consider pastoring the church beyond this year, 
I prayed longer than three seconds, uh, really wrestled with God in prayer and took the invitation seriously. But at the end of the day, felt like my primary call is to serve as a pastor to pastors as a professor at Wesley Seminary. But let me just say this. It was a hard decision, uh, but any pastor who gets to serve the Lakeview Wesleyan Church will get a fantastic congregation. And I want to tell you what you already know, and that is, Lakeview, you are getting a high-quality lead pastor in Chris Williams. I'm so excited for your future. Your best days are still to come. I believe that wholeheartedly. And my prayer is that you would be guided by urgent optimism, which is a, a phrase I've been using all year. Urgent optimism that will drive you to your future potential. Don't settle. Don't stop. Don't rest. Keep dreaming God-sized dreams. For in the words of Christ, with God, all things are possible. So Jesus, like the Apostle Paul and like the dude at Meyer, was a benediction guy. So I want him to have the last word, if I could. A benediction from Jesus where he offers affirmation and aspiration. Affirmation. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. And then he offers aspiration. Jesus says, let your light shine before people that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. I love you, Lakeview. God bless. All right, so we have a number of questions we want to ask Pastor Lenny as he parts with us bittersweetly. Um, first question being, what has been your favorite memory at your time at LWC? Several come to mind. Uh, the one that sticks out in my head most is when uh, we had uh, the, the Grant County Rescue Mission and uh, the Hope House Recovery Ministry come and join us for our worship service and then our Thanksgiving feast. And uh, during the service, I interviewed uh, the directors of each of those ministries, and, and we heard testimonies from a couple of guys going through recovery in each of those ministries. And I remember you, Lakeview, several times during that interview, hearing the testimonies uh, of recovery, standing up and giving a, an ovation, applauding uh, what God was up to in the lives of those individuals. And then, uh, and that was moving. And then at the very end of the interview, I invited, a, I said, a few of you come on up and lay hands on these brothers and let's pray for them. And probably half the congregation came up, swarmed the altar to lovingly lay hands on our brothers as they navigated recovery. And uh, that sticks out of my head as one of the premier memories that I'll take with me from Lakeview. I was deeply moved by that. Still am, as I think about it. And then uh, one more, if I could. Um, we had a night uh, called Dreaming Together, where I invited the pastoral search committee and the local board of administration 
to just dream together about uh, what the future of Lakeview could be. And during that meeting, we did some honest assessment about current reality, and then we did some uh, hopeful dreaming about our future potential. And to watch leaders around the tables dream together about what could be if God were to show up and, and, and do his thing and we were to be submitted. Uh, and that was inspiring to me. Yeah. So second question, and you kind of already alluded to this earlier, but what is your prayer for LWC moving forward? If I could be uh, real candid with this one, um, I've offered affirmation a lot. I think I've earned the right to offer some, some more aspiration here. But um, every church that I've been a part of or served as a pastor has had some reluctance to change. But churches with an especially rich and fruitful past have the hardest time changing to move toward the future. And Lakeview has a rich past that is celebrated. And if you're not careful, church, uh, you might allow the Egypt of the familiar past to keep you from moving to the unfamiliar promised land of Canaan into your future. And that's my biggest concern for you. And, and I think if you have a reckless, audacious willingness to make whatever change necessary to move forward, the sky's the limit for this church. How do you feel that LWC reflects the kingdom of God? So many ways. Um, I think at Lakeview, every church says that, you know, it's not about num numbers, it's about names. But at Lakeview, you're not just a number, you're a name. Like, people know you. It's like uh, the TV show Cheers, I'm dating myself, in the 90s where, you know, you go where everybody knows your name. And I think that's, that's Lakeview. Uh, you walk in and people say hi to you by name. And, and uh, I see the kingdom in that. Um, in getting to know a lot of you this year, I know some of you have some extreme physical pain. Um, but before this COVID hit, I watched you show up and serve in ministry or attend worship, knowing how much pain you were in. And I saw the kingdom of God in that. Uh, I know of married couples in the church who are struggling and yet kept showing up and trying to put one leg in front of the other toward, toward healing and wholeness in their marriage. And that inspires me. Um, I watched you mourn the death of Pastor Tim and keep moving forward. And, and that's the kingdom of God. And, and in a transition year where most churches tend to stall or just rest for a bit uh, or get tempted to go back to Egypt, uh, I watched you get excited and hopeful about your future. And that's, that's how you showed me the kingdom. And the last question is kind of a two-part question. What are some of the lessons God has taught you during your time at LWC that we as a congregation can lean into ourselves as we move forward? And then how do you see Lakeview Wesleyan Church using this continued time of COVID to really truly flourish? Yeah. Well, I think what makes Lakeview unique and what makes Lakeview Lakeview is, is that people matter. Uh, and so uh, one of the ways that I think we can maximize the, these, these weird dynamics that we're stuck in with COVID 
is to try to find creative ways to connect people to people. Now, we've been trying to do that, connecting us as past, the pastoral team to our people, but we've got to find ways to connect people to people so that when we do start to meet again in, in a month or two or three or four, whew, uh, that we can hit the ground running, that ministry hasn't stalled because of this pandemic. And in fact, I want to invite you, you to jump in and say, you know, what are, what are some of the plans that you have to, to uh, keep people connected to people, to keep doing ministry in the midst of COVID-19? Let's talk about some of what we have going on in terms of, you know, the growth meetings or uh, the youth connecting via Zoom. Let's talk about that. Yeah, just taking advantage of video conferencing for our Wednesday night Bible study for our growth meetings, which you can learn more about in the announcements coming up. And just in many other ways, I know the youth group is doing some things as well. Yeah, the youth are still continuing to meet weekly uh, on Sundays and Wednesdays, and that's kind of a reflection of something I've been really personally convicted of during this time is just really using this as an opportunity to empower people to be the church on their own and in their own context. And so we've talked with the youth a lot about that, and even just some of the things that we as a staff are working on during this time are, are aiming at empowering people. You know, you don't need us to just feed you and, and do things for you, but you can actually be the church and you can lead your family and lead in your context because I think that's how we were meant to operate. And so, so that's kind of what we're trying to instill in the teens during this time, but really at, at, uh, with the congregation at large as well. That's good. That's good. Well, Lakeview, uh, I want to offer just a, a final farewell benedictory prayer for you. But again, I want to tell you that I love you. I love your hospitality, your evangelism, your generosity and your resilience. And uh, uh, again, Pastor Chris is going to enjoy the chance to pastor you and guide you into your uh, potential-filled future. Let's pray together. God, thank you for this congregation whom you love. Thank you for calling it into existence as the Lakeview Wesleyan Church. Thank you for placing this congregation in Grant County. Thank you for the thousands of lives that have been touched in some way, somehow, because Lakeview Wesleyan Church exists. Thank you for the rich history upon which to build toward our future potential. Would you bless this congregation? Would you bless this team of gifted ministers who love the church as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her? Bless Pastor Chris as he transitions into this new role God, I pray that this congregation would hit the ground running. I pray that there would be a, a willingness, a relentlessness to change in any way necessary to serve this community in the name of Christ our Lord. In his name we pray.